my friends. Welcome to Detox Podcast. This episode is called Yo-Yo. And I had a hell of a time trying to figure out what the heck this poem was about uh, because it's kind of weird. And when I am writing, it's typically because I'm in a really emotional state and I need to get some of that emotion out of me. So what happens to fall onto the page is raw creation. And I usually don't do any sort of reflection on it until really once the book is published uh, or I'm doing editing or now during this podcast where it's a year later plus a year plus later and I'm looking at this poem and I'm starting to see the depth of it. Um, so first before we jump in, uh, Whisper and War Whisper and Roar is in the works uh, for the actual first uh, event of it. Uh, we're going to be going to San Francisco, and uh, it should be in February. We're still working out some of the some of the details, but it's going to happen. And I will let you know all of that once I know everything is concrete. And... Also, I'm doing with Katie of Sober Saturdays. We are doing an event together in January. I should have details on that. Uh, Hopefully by now on my social media, I'm recording this in advance. So hopefully there should be some uh, details swimming around on the old internet. And uh, yeah, I mean, I've got a link tree set up in my Instagram now. Uh, Why I didn't even know that that existed until now, I'm not sure. Uh, But now... I can actually put a whole bunch of different stuff for you guys to go in and explore about me and my goings-on. So yeah, on my Instagram, at DeniseJWA, I'm sure all the details will be in there. Um, This is so weird. I'm giving you like this weird like meta way to find stuff, even though I don't even know exactly what's going on. But that's kind of life, right? We just kind of fly by the seat of our pants and um, Mercury's in retrograde, so... Who knows? Maybe maybe none of this will come to fruition, but I'm sure it will. So here is Yo-Yo. I want fresh cut flowers and holy ghosts. I want too hot to eat ramen and chocolate milk. I want this day to last forever, but I can't wait for it to end. So entering sobriety is like entering a new plane of existence. You can finally feel things, touch things, smell things, hear things, experience things. It's like a veil has been lifted and you can actually see everything, feel everything, hear everything, taste everything what it is. I'm in this space now with my new senses. I'm like a superhero and I I want to experience things. I want fresh cut flowers. Also, what an amazing treat to yourself. Uh, just going to the store and buying yourself flowers. A beautiful little reminder of how much you love yourself. Uh, plus, they are so beautiful and they smell so good. 
and brighten up your whole house. Just sparks a little joy, right? I've never read that book, that whole sparking joy thing, but I'm sure it's great, and I'm all for sparking joy. So I wanted that. I wanted to smell it. I wanted to experience it. I wanted to do a little something for myself. I wanted holy ghosts. I wanted spirit. I wanted something that I could finally hear and be with to come to me and strengthen its connection with me. I wanted to feel it literally like as in a movie, like a ghost like rushing through my body. Like I wanted that, I wanted it all. I could have it and I wanted it in full force. Oh, chills, right? <laughs> uh, I wanted too hot to eat ramen. Ramen is my favorite food in the whole world, by the way. I really, really like Asian cuisine and ramen is just like right at the top there. Um, that and pho, but they finally opened up a ramen place like three blocks from my house. There's two now that are like three blocks away from me and it's the best thing ever. You would think that I live in downtown Edmonton that I would be able to just walk to ramen this whole time, but no, it wasn't until like right around the time I was writing this poem that one actually opened up and oh, they're so good. They're called Tokiwa. Tokiwa Ramen, they're at Brewery District. If you haven't checked them out, oh, please do. They bring me so much joy. And I like to go there alone. I like to have a nice sit-down meal by myself. Um, I was actually thinking about that. Uh, doing things on your own and really that's a way to step into your power and do like confidence building stuff. Just these little simple things where you just take yourself out for dinner and you don't talk to anybody and maybe you don't even take your phone out. Bring a book maybe as something to do, but you don't have to. You can actually just sit there and experience being at a restaurant and eating food and enjoying it for yourself and not having to have this other person with you. Man, people would think I'm single listening to this, but I really enjoy solo activities. And the more that you do them, it strengthens the connection with yourself and it really cultivates self-love. Another thing for confidence, singing in your car. I know you all sing in your car, okay? Because I sing in my car all the time. But when you roll up beside another vehicle at a stoplight, you stop singing, right? Yeah, don't. Keep singing. People know that you sing in your car. It's not embarrassing to see somebody sing in their car. If you are embarrassed by seeing somebody else sing in their car or they're embarrassed by seeing you sing in your car, that just means that they... That's their shadow, right? That's like a little bit of them who is kept down by the fact that they can't step into their own and just sing and just be vulnerable and be true and don't hide yourself from the world, you know? Sing in your car. I love singing in my car. And it, I do, I get anxiety when I like pull up beside somebody, but fuck that. I'm gonna keep singing. Just keep singing. Nobody gives a shit. And if they do, just you're just a revolutionary, you know? You're just you're just going about your life in your car, singing, and you're doing them a favor. You're doing them a favor by singing out loud and 
and they see you and they say, oh my god, look at that person sitting in their car. Oh my god, they're so hilarious. Oh, what a <laughs> what a loser. No, that's them saying that about themselves because they're not comfortable doing that themselves. And maybe they'll reflect on that and they'll see it as an issue and they'll work on it. And maybe then they'll be able to step into their own confidence and their own power. So sing in your car. It's a service. Next, I want chocolate milk. And you know, I don't drink chocolate milk very often. Um, my boyfriend definitely loves it a lot more than I do, but it is so good, isn't it? <laughs> After quitting drinking, oh, sorry, stopping drinking. Wow, I can't believe I did that. Don't say quitting drinking. You didn't quit something. You didn't fail at something. You stopped putting a neurotoxin in your brain, in your body. It's poison. People clean shit with alcohol, you know? Like, it's a disinfectant. Why are you putting it in your body? Stop it. So, once I stopped drinking, before, when I was drinking, I craved salt so desperately. Everything had to be savory. I didn't really eat cake or chocolates or sweets. Wasn't really interested in it. It wasn't, it didn't do things for me. So, after I stopped drinking... I started craving sweets again because, hi, alcohol has a huge amount of sugar in it. Um, my friend who's an aromatherapist, actually, we were talking about this when he was making me really sweet essential oils. Um, you can probably find him if you'd like him to make you essential oil blends. Um, his name is Jimmy, and his company is called uh, Every Abundance Aromatherapy. Every Abundance Aromatherapy. Yeah. And he was making me blends for recovery and they are awesome. So, uh, he was saying that his family got hit by the sweet tooth and it's either typically with people, you either are big into sugar or you're big into alcohol because typically those are basically the same thing, right? A lot of it is the same. The sugar content is crazy. You get dopamine hits from sugar, from alcohol, Quitting sugar is hard. It's in everything. Could you imagine if they put alcohol in everything? Oh my god. We're so, like, obsessed with quitting sugar, aren't we? As a society these days, we're like, oh, I've got to stop eating so much sugar. Well, you know what? Like, what? <laughs> it's bad for you. I mean, I still eat it. It's in fucking chocolate milk, isn't it? But, <laughs> man. And I wanted this day to last forever. I wanted it to last forever because my, my days got so much longer when I stopped drinking. I have all of this extra time. I no longer cut my day off at 6 p.m. when I started drinking because you can't do anything productive. You can't leave your house with, like, you can't go to grocery shopping. You can't um, see friends when they beckon. You can't have a meaningful conversation. You can't do uh, work on your novel writing. You can't do anything. And I mean, that's part of why I liked it. I liked turning myself off. But what a gigantic waste of time. That's like six hours a day that I was just deleting. 
I definitely stayed up longer than six hours, but maybe if I wasn't drinking, I would actually go to sleep. Which brings us to the last sentence, which is, I can't wait for this day to end. I can't wait for it to end because I get to go into my bed and like experience my bed and not be unconscious. I would actually be able to fall asleep. I had ridiculous insomnia problems, which all resolved after I got through withdrawal. It It's amazing to actually just go through life and experience it as you're meant to experience it. There's so much that we use to delete moments of our lives. Like standing in line at the post office waiting for a package, and what do you do? You pull out your phone. Immediately, you're not aware of what's happening around you. You're only, you're living in screen land, right? You're just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling about stuff that, you know, doesn't even really matter. What matters is what's around you. What matters is experience. Like, <laughs> do you ever hang out with your friends and you're like, oh man, I had a really good scroll sesh last night. Like, really learned a lot about myself. Like, yeah, sure, we share memes and quotes and stuff, but that, you know, can, can tr- trigger change within us, which is awesome. That's a really good part of the internet, but the internet is huge in escapism. Netflix is huge in escapism. I almost even feel wrong reading books these days because it's escapism. And that's a bit extreme, right? Don't you think? I I don't know. I can get kind of radical when it comes to shit and Yeah. I think we just all need to be careful about missing things. And I want to smell the flowers. I want to burn my mouth on too hot to eat ramen. You know, I want... I want spirit to rush right through me. And I want to indulge in all the sweets that I want and not feel guilty about it because that is a trap. Anything that makes you feel guilty is a trap. Anything that makes you feel guilty is a trap. We're not supposed to live in this self-shame. We're not supposed to live in a world where we regret what we ate. What we did. What we said. We're meant to be true. We're meant to reunite ourselves with ourselves and yeah you get to want what you want and in sobriety the wants get bigger and better it's not just a chemical substance anymore that you want everything around you, the simplest things, this tea I'm drinking, this book in my hand, the paper, it feels and sounds so good. Pay attention. Celebrate the little things. Hook on to the positivity. 
and get rid of anything that is making you feel guilty. I want fresh cut flowers and holy ghosts. I want too hot to eat ramen and chocolate milk. I want this day to last forever, but I can't wait for it to end.